that witch next door. And welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, hello, neighbor, and happy Monday. Happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you don't know who I am, I'm Danny, and I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week as we go through this week's astrological forecast. If you have been here before, hello and welcome back. I'm so excited that you're joining me again. This is our second to last moon day of season three of That Witch Podcast, which is crazy to think that we're already wrapping up season three. Um, I like to do podcast seasons in about six-ish month stretches. Um, It's not an exact science by any means, Uh, but I take a look at the calendar and take a look at my plans and everything I've got going on. And I, somewhere around the six month mark, I end the current season that we're on. I take a little break and then we come back for the new season. So we've got this week's moon day and tomorrow's regular episode. And then next week we will have our moon day and our regular episode. And that episode will be the finale of season three. And we will take two weeks off of the podcast um, and really off of content in general for that witch because I'm going to do lots of brewing and prepping in the background during those couple of weeks uh, for some fun things happening in spring and and moving forward for that witch next door and for that witch school. So um, I just wanted to give you a heads up about that now. Start prepping you now that we're going to be taking a little bit of a break from the podcast and our regular neighborhood content. Um, We will still be active and going in that witch school during that break. So um, if you are not already a part of that witch school and you would like to be, uh, that is not going anywhere. Uh, We'll still continue for our regularly scheduled content during the podcast break, both, uh, or not both, all levels, next door neighbors, part-time students and full-time students. Uh, they'll still get their regular emails during the break, uh, that let them know what their bonus content is that they currently have and can look forward to. And of course, Mighty Networks, our online private social platform will be open, available and active for full-time students. That is a 24 seven gig that you get being a full-time student. So just wanted to make sure I started preparing everybody for that. And let's talk a little bit about the cosmos for this week. Let's start with the moon scope. So the week that we're looking at is starting today, Monday, January 9th through Sunday, January 15th. We are in 2023. We are in the year of the chariot. If you didn't already listen to my episode with Ashley of Starseed Shadows on her podcast, The Goddess Complex, a couple of weeks back, I highly recommend that you go do that. It was such a fun episode. Um, I always love, you know, if you're a fan of Shadow Chats around here, um, when we have Ashley on every month, you uh, are probably also a fan of me being a guest on her podcast podcast. And so that was a really fun episode. If you haven't already checked it out, make sure you do year of the chariot, big year for all of us. Um, our moon scope for this week in January, 2023, we are starting off today with the moon in Leo. 
then moon will move into Virgo tomorrow on Tuesday the 10th. We will have the Wednesday 111 portal. We'll come back to that. And the moon moves into Libra on Thursday the 12th, which it will stay in until Saturday where we will have our third quarter moon in Libra. And on Sunday in the early hours of the morning mountain time on Sunday the 15th, the moon will move into Scorpio where we will finish out the week as far as our moon scope goes. So moon speaking, uh, this third quarter moon in Libra, let me pull up the chart. I casted a chart for this one. Um, third quarter moon phase in general, when it comes to the lunar, the lunar cycle every month or every lunar cycle, our last quarter moon phase takes place at the halfway point between the full moon and our upcoming new moon. <coughs> And so we have our new moon in Aquarius happening next week on the 21st. So this week on Saturday the 14th at 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time, we will have our third quarter phase in Libra at 24 degrees. The last quarter phase or the third quarter phase of the moon is is a wonderful time for many, many things when it comes to manifestation, witchcraft, ritual, magic. Um, this is a wonderful time for any kind of banishing. Uh, I believe personally that this is a wonderful time for releasing, leaving behind. I know that the full moon is also an excellent time for releasing when we're at that peak full moon phase of the month. But those days and those couple of weeks post full moon as we're in the waning phase are also a really wonderful time for release, especially in more of a slow, gradual kind of energetic way of just like, you know what, I'm going to let that go. You know what, I'm not going to hold on to that anymore. You know what, I'm going to go ahead and release that now. Um, the full moon is a wonderful time for that big bang you know, I release you. <laughs> that kind of a that kind of a vibe or an intention. And the waning phase and the third quarter moon uh really is a wonderful, wonderful time to take a look at what what tension and what friction is building around you the most, that undeniable uh, tension. And this comes with the, the final quarter moon because the quarter moon takes place when the sun and the moon from a earth-centric point of view are 90 degrees apart. So they're forming that square angle and a square aspect causes friction, conflict, confrontation. So it's kind of this undeniable time that there's these little uh, tensions that arise around us and, and friction and, and kind of challenge that arises around us during that time. And these are things calling for our attention. Uh, sometimes these things are calling for some nurturing. It's been an area that we've really been avoiding and neglecting. And sometimes it's an area that we've been kind of beating like a dead horse, quite honestly. And this is a great time during the last quarter moon phase. This is a great time to look at, not to get so morbid, but those dead horses that you've been beating. <laughs> Sounds terrible. So obviously, strictly metaphorically speaking, um, God, gotta love euphemisms. Uh, it's a great time to look at those things that you've been going at and going at and going at and 
you are still coming up with or reaching the same result over and over again. And this is a really, really great time during the lunar month to just kind of give yourself a break from that. You can either give yourself a break, you can let go of it entirely and say, you know what, I'm just not going to make this my problem anymore. And I'm going to just trust what happens when I let go of this. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful time to do that, especially in Libra, where we are all about bringing balance and bringing harmony. This is a great time with those tensions and challenges arising around you. What is clearly, clearly taking up the vast majority of your energy and attention and it's absolutely exhausting you? And where can you release and let go of that a little bit to bring more homeostasis and bring more balance to your life? That would be a wonderful way to spend this uh, third quarter moon over the weekend, all right? Now, let's chat a little bit very briefly about this 111 portal. And the only reason I say really briefly is because... I am not the numerology expert. I find numbers absolutely magical. I find numerology very magical and divine and mind-blowing, quite honestly. Um, But I myself am still a very new student when it comes to, you know, the the complexities of numerology. I understand it from a very basic standpoint, particularly through the lens of tarot and astrology. That's where I've, I've arrived at numerology is through those avenues, uh, first and foremost. Here's what I will tell you. Number one, if you're into numerology and you want to learn more about it and you want to learn more about specifically the 111, right? January 11th, 111. um, You want to learn more specifically about that portal, take to the internet, take to social media. There are tons and tons of spiritual practitioners and content creators that are going to be talking about this and posting about it. Um, There's also plenty of articles online uh, where people have written numerous at numerous lengths of about angel numbers like 111 for example um that you can go read into so i highly encourage that however if you also just want kind of a uh watered down general explanation what are these portal days danny what's 222 111 right what's the 1111 portal here's here's an easy way to look at those days. Um, I would utilize them and view them very similar to a full moon and a full moon portal. It's an, it's an amplified day. It's, it's, it's either an amplified day. You can look at this a couple of ways. It's either an amplified day, right? Like the, the, the magical energy is just abundant. The portal is open. Um, or you can also look at it as it's this day of grand alignment. So when we see beautiful synchronicities like angel numbers, for example, these are signs from the universe. Um, they're signs and symbols of divine alignment. And so it's a wonderful day to tap into that energy, um, especially if you feel like you've been needing or could use some alignment, could use some harmony and balance. That is a great kind of a day to tap into uh, that energy of the universe and and ask for that alignment and ask for that that balance and that amplification of magic, if you will. 
Um, for the 111 portal specifically, again, the most generalized and kind of watered down explanation of the of the number 111 or 111 is extra new beginnings. Okay, so the number one, just the single digit number one, is a number of new beginnings, right? That makes sense. The number one signifies the first step. Any example that branches from that terminology, it applies to the number one, okay? So starting a new chapter, a new transition, fresh starts, a fresh slate, all of those things that can branch from that, um, that has to do with the number one. When we see the number one repeated, like 111 or 111, this is big opportunity for fresh start. Maybe it's a signifier that a fresh start is right around the corner. Uh, maybe it is a signifier that a chapter is specifically coming to a close so that you can open this metaphor metaphorical door in front of you. It really depends on you and your path and where you're at. Don't look at days like this so much as, what's the right way for me to spend this day? Like, how are we supposed to, to spend the 111 portal? And instead, being the badass witch and practitioner that you are, why don't you say, how do I make the 111 portal work for me? All right, that would be my best advice. Um, all right, so also up this week, last couple of important transits this week. On Thursday, the 12th, our pal, Marzi, in Gemini, Mars is stationing direct. Oh, yeah, go Mars. Oh my God, this has been such a rough, <laughs> this has been a rough retrograde for me. Um, my natal Mars is also retrograde in Gemini. And so I had my, I had my Mars return, uh, which is when the planet in question currently meets up with the exact same position that that same planet was in when you were born. So I had my Mars return <coughs> first, then Mars went retrograde and uh, I had a second Mars return because it retrograded back to the same place it was when I was born um, and continued going past that. And now that Mars is direct and will be moving forward again on the astrological chart, um, there will be a third and final Mars return. So if you also have Mars in Gemini, uh, take a look at what degree is at and you can see if the same thing has happened to you. If Mars has dinged you on one way going forward, then back on its retrograde cycle and will hit you one more time on its way forward. Really, really common during retrograde cycles. If you're having a return during a retrograde cycle, you'll get hit a few times. This is really common during Saturn returns. Okay. Um, so I don't want to get too complex into returns. I'll go down a whole entire tangent. That's just an episode we should do for season four, isn't it? Ah, what a great idea. Okay. Um, however, I do want to let you know that Mars will be stationing direct on Thursday, the 12th in Gemini at eight degrees. That happens exactly 1.56 p.m. Mountain Time on Thursday, the 12th. Um, there is, I can't remember it off the top of my head and I really apologize. We technically have the post retrograde shadow period, which takes place for, again, I can't remember off of the top of my head for Mars, um, which takes place for a temporary amount of time after, um, after a retrograde cycle. And essentially what the shadow period is, 
is it's that entire length of time that the planet spends catching back up to where it was when it originally began its retrograde cycle. That's the length of time um, that the shadow period takes place for. So obviously it's different for every single planet since every planet moves at a different speed. For Mercury, for example, which we are currently in Mercury retrograde, we are just passing the halfway point of that this current Mercury retrograde cycle. Mercury will station direct next week, which we'll talk a little bit more about, but it takes Mercury about two weeks after it stations direct to get back to the same place that it was when it first began its retrograde cycle. So the Mercury retrograde, or sorry, the Mercury post-retrograde shadow cycle is about two-ish weeks. And I, again, I apologize. I can't remember what it is for Mars off the top of my head. Um, but it does take a little bit of time. Essentially what the shadow period means is it, it takes a little bit of time. It's not an on and off switch. We don't, you know, experience the retrograde cycle uh, one day and then the next day it's all gone. The The shadow period really illustrates and represents the fact that these things take time, that um, all of the reflecting, all of the reexamining that we've been doing over this, what feels like very long Mars retrograde cycle, which began in October, on October 30th, 2022, is when Mars stationed originally retrograde in Gemini. Um, and now, so it's what is it? So up to the 12th, so a couple of months, right? So it felt like a really, really long retrograde cycle. Um, for especially because Mars is a pretty fast moving planet overall. And so that retrograde cycle can feel a little bit long. Being ruled by or taking place in the sign of Gemini, this retrograde, which is ruled by Mercury, who is in retrograde right now, it added a little extra spicy flavor to this Mars retrograde period. I, I, I really, that's I how I have definitely experienced it. I don't know about you, um, but I found that as soon as we hit Mercury retrograde cycle, it was like all oh my God, it was like retrograde turned on high, which is saying something because we had so many planets in a retrograde cycle simultaneously uh, last year in 2022 for months and months. Um, and so that's saying something that just these two characters, it really, really felt like a classic kind of heavier challenging. That's what I'll say. Felt like a really challenging retrograde cycle. Some, some retrogrades feel like slower, sluggish, a little stagnant. This one had plenty of energy, but Lord, it just felt difficult. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it felt difficult. The point has been from a, from a cosmic standpoint to really, really get us to, to examine our head and our actions, our thoughts and what we do and how we align those things. Um, it really, the point has been to bring a lot of mindfulness and intention into what we do. Uh, that has very, very much been my personal experience, especially because this is in my natal placement, my Mars retrograde. Um, and so that's been very amplified for me. So just stay 
being patient with yourself and with others, especially if you're making a lot of like very silly harebrained mistakes right now, like typos and technical mistakes and memory loss and, and turning something on when you should have left it off and all those tiny little things, continue having some patience for yourself, breathe, offer yourself the kindness and understanding um, that you deserve, that you and your inner child deserves, right? Do that reparenting for yourself. And um, believe you me, we will be seeing a really beautiful glow up, I believe, from this Mars retrograde cycle moving forward um, after we're direct here. Last little bit is that also on Thursday, our asteroid Juno, which is asteroid representative of our spousal relationships, um, who we are in long-term relationship and long-term partnership, how we, our love language in those relationships, but also how we show love and appreciation in those relationships as well. Um, Juno is moving from the sign of Pisces and entering into Aries on Thursday, the 12th, the same day that Mars stations direct. And this kind of lights a little bit of fire. So Juno in Pisces is a time of a lot of extra compassion and empathy and intimate connection in these partnerships. And Juno moving into Aries can bring the opportunity of adventure and exploration. So in any kind of long-term partnership in your life, as Juno now is moving into Aries, I want you to know that this is a wonderful time to get to know your partner again or in a different way or try something new together. Get creative with your dates and your romance and how you show that love and appreciation for that person in your life, okay? Um, All right. Before we head out for today, I want to pull... A little card for everybody. Hey, neighbor. I want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor for today, the Goddess Provisions Monthly Subscription Box. Receiving this monthly box of magic has become such a favorite and sacred form of my self-care every single month, and I can't even forget to do it because it gets delivered right to my door. Every box is a specially curated theme, and all of the items regularly retail over $100 consistently. Plus, you're helping to support and find more small business and makers as well. You can get your box for just $33 a month, plus free shipping in the U.S. Get yours today and support That Witch Podcast by using the link in our show notes below. I'm really excited because I'm using an Oracle deck I've had for a while, but I've never used it on the show. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong for anybody that's been listening to the show for a really long time, if I've pulled from this, but today I'm going to use my music Oracle deck. Uh, This was a deck gifted to me by my amazing sister-in-law, I believe two or three years ago now. Um, It is one of my all-time favorite Oracle decks on a personal level. I use it all the time. It is so fun. I highly, highly recommend this. I will make sure to link this deck 
in the show notes below if you are interested in purchasing it out as well. Um, but essentially, we have an artist, a musical artist, on every single card and um, some advice that comes from the attitude, the story, the lifestyle, um, and the art of each of these musical artists. Okay. So before we pull the card, I want you to go ahead and take three nice deep cleansing breaths after you've made sure that your weight feels nice and evenly distributed wherever you're sitting or standing. You just feel really centered and grounded and balanced and present in the moment wherever you are right now. If you feel called to close your eyes and it's safe right now, you can go ahead and do so. And let's take three beautifully deep cleansing breaths together. Inhale. Exhale that out. A little slower, a little deeper. Inhale. Exhale all the way out. One last time, a little deeper, a little slower. Inhale. And one final exhale. Open yourself up to any guidance, any advice, any messages that you may be needing at this time on your journey oracles i'm here to ask you today which musical artist has a message of inspiration and empowerment for our neighborhood today okay <laughs> this is a good one Guess who we got? Billie Holiday, one of my all-time favorite artists. Um, let me just flip to her page really quick. Um, the beautiful thing about this deck is we get a little message on the card, but we also get a background on the artist as well. So if you're not already familiar with Billie Holiday, definitely an old-school artist here. Um, most famous... Gosh, which years would that have been then? Most famous during about 40s era. Um, absolutely quintessential, completely distinct voice, okay? Billie Holiday has never had anyone come before her and never anyone after her that has sound anywhere near close to her distinct sound, okay? Just one of the most enchanting, like darkly enchanting voices ever, ever. I, I, I cannot speak highly enough of her music. So before we head into her message on the card, let me give you a little bit of background on Billie Holiday. Um, she is born in the United States and she was born in 1915 and she passed away in 1959. She was a black woman. She was a woman of color. And um, she has sang some of the most famous historical songs to date. Okay. Um, so it says here, Billie Holiday was a dazzling talent, a jazz singer who introduced a new sense of intimacy and virtuosity to the art form. 
She was blessed with a voice that struck listeners like lightning and a gift for probing beneath the surface of a song to penetrate its hidden meanings. The popular image of Holiday as all-purpose victim and romantic martyr, her early life blighted by poverty, her years of celebrity scarred by addiction, tragedy, institutionalized racism, and squandered opportunity, has tended to overshadow her sublime artistry, but her legacy is secure. Billie Holiday was an indisputably great artist, not because of the suffering her lifestyle brought her, but in spite of it. And I really love how the book illustrates that because she is a woman that experienced so much trauma and so much tragedy. And you can hear it in her voice and you can hear it in her lyrics. And I think it's one of the things I find most enchanting and alluring about her because she didn't run from it. It's just like it says here, it was in spite of it. It was, it was part of her in this beautiful, beautiful way um, that I, I personally have, have always admired um, in the time that I've learned about her and listened to her music. So on each of these cards, um, there are three messages. There's a message for your attitude or your outlook on life. There's a message for your lifestyle to take into how you live and then a message of inspiration. So for Billie Holiday, the attitude message here or outlook message is, if you're going to play, play with your whole soul. I love that. Don't hide parts of it. All of, all of the parts of your soul are just as glittering and beautiful and part of you. And so if you're going to play, play with your whole soul. Message to take into your lifestyle and how you live is you have no understudy. Oh, I love that so much. You're the main act. You're the understudy. It's all you, baby. And finally, the message of inspiration is sometimes losing beats winning. I really love that too, because our growth and transcendence very oftentimes doesn't come from our wins and our achievements. Our wins and our achievements are markers of our growth and our transcendence that was triggered by our loss and our trauma and our tragedy. I hope that you find some wisdom, some insight and inspiration in this message today. Make sure you check your email if you haven't already for the picture of this card. It is an absolutely gorgeous illustration of Billie Holiday and it will have, um, the cards have the message printed right on them. So you can screenshot it and save the cards messages for you as well. And then my little tradition, whenever I pull a card from the music oracles deck is I go listen to some music from that artist. So I have found that time and time and time again, every single time I've pulled from this deck and I have done this and I have gone onto YouTube, Spotify, whatever your music streaming app is. And I search for that artist and I listen. It depends. Usually I just 
shuffle through their top songs. Sometimes I'll pick a favorite album if it's already an artist I love, but especially if it's an artist I don't know, I'll just shuffle through those top songs. Um, Time and time and time again, I have found there to be absolutely divine medicine in that artist's music. Um, And that's really what makes this deck come to life. So I highly, highly recommend going and listening to some Billie Holiday music today after this episode, especially if you never have before. Oh my goodness. Um, And not only even if, but especially if you're not a jazz fan, because this is just pure magic. (laughs) beyond jazz and I'm I am a jazz fan um so please go listen to the absolutely divine and beautiful Billy Holiday today I hope that this message resonates for you and I hope that today's Monday Musings episode was able to offer you some info some insight to help you get through your week more mindfully and more intentionally thank you so much for your time today and every single day neighbor I am so incredibly appreciative of you and your energy that you bring into our neighborhood Make sure you stay safe this week and have fun out there and stay magical. Hey neighbor, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. 